0: We're live. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the I'm Possible podcast marketing show. I have myself, Maria Godalis here with you and the wonderful Mia Elise from the I'm Possible team. (laughs) Today, we're talking about how to stop overthinking and analyzing. Oh my God, this is a big doozy one, right, Mia?
1: (laughs) Absolutely, it's, um, yeah, it's the number one thing that we try and help overcome with our students. Yeah.
0: And you know what? The thing is that overthinking, it it really isn't just a nuisance. It actually can take a serious toll on your health, your well-being, your, your mindset, your ability to make money, your relationships with your family, your friends, your loved ones. And so today, I think talking about how to stop overthinking and giving you some specific tools or strategies that you can use specifically when it comes to building your brand and your business, I think will set you up for wonderful success for now in 2021.
1: Yes, absolutely. So in this amazing world that we live in, and Maria remembers a time when this was not the case, but in this amazing world that we live in, uh, there were, there are at least 30 different ways to do a single task. Uh, there are options galore. Um, multiply that by the 20 to 30 steps that it takes to build a funnel, create and deliver an offer, build a landing page, uh, do your social media, like, It is a recipe for overthinking disaster. And we find that there are many places that people get stuck and um, overthink things and then can't move forward. So we want to talk about those today and then um, five ways to get unstuck. Cool. So
0: Mia, overthinking. Why do we get stuck in the overthinking pattern? Talk to us about the, yeah, go for it.
1: (laughs) I believe that- It's self-doubt, a self-esteem issue, um, Mm. concern about past failures. If you are an entrepreneur, you have had at least a handful of failures, if not more, um, or anxiety about future failures. So, and I think that all of the reasons why we overthink things kind of fall into one of those three or four buckets, like yeah. We're doubting ourselves and our ability, whether something is good enough. It's a self-esteem issue. Like, oh, you know, I'm, nobody's going to like me. Nobody's going to like my stuff. You know, I'm not confident enough. Um, or maybe you're reliving or rehashing like a past failure when you launched something and it didn't go so well, or you're anxious about something that hasn't even happened yet. And yeah. <laughs> I think that that's why we get stuck. The reason why we can't move forward.
0: Yeah. And, and it's funny because I think it's we're ingrained to do this. It's like the we have to rewire our brain because as kids, when we we're born, we didn't have any fear, right? Mm-hmm. We just did it, right? Whereas as you get older and like school teaches you, you got to get good grades, you got to get good grades and you associated getting Fs or failing to be bad. And and yet, you know, some of the people who dropped out of high school ended up becoming billionaires. Is that, so right. So the thing is, yeah. You know, I love what you mentioned here to me earlier about like, really, we're subconsciously protecting our egos Mm -hmm. because that is relates to also becoming more self-aware of yourself. Because if you're aware that you're doing that, then you can have certain things to do that we're going to get into that can help you kind of get on stock or, you know, push that ego aside.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Ego is... um... It takes a very self-aware person to recognize when ego is coming into play. And yeah. I think that I've done a lot of work on this. I know you have too, Maria, where we are able now to recognize that this is my ego talking. I'm concerned about X, Y, and Z and I just need to push forward and, you know, go and do the thing. Yeah. But if you're early in this entrepreneurial journey or if you are a an introverted person, like I am myself, it can be a really hard to push through the things that get you stuck. And, um, and I think, uh, when you get down to brass tacks and when, if you are really, truly honest with yourself, Mm -hmm. you're just afraid of rejection or failure or getting hurt or that your ego will get bruised.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, so sort of like, what we want to tell all of you right now, if you're in this situation and especially as entrepreneurs, I think everyone has come across this, that imperfect action is better than no action. And frankly, just hit go already. And I know that's easier said than done. (laughs) And we did a couple episodes ago, how to get over about worrying about what other people think of you. But Mm -hmm. here, like, especially if you're a type A personality, which is more likely to overthink and stress about little details or lose sleep about it. Well, here's five ways on our thoughts on how you can get unstuck. So talk about number one, Mia, because I think this is really, really powerful, leading to the self-awareness.
1: Yeah, so first, uh, first and foremost, recognizing when you're overthinking too much. Um, so pay attention to when it feels like you're third and fourth guessing a name of an offer, a business decision, a post you're about to write, you know there's something to be said about revisions and like writing something and then coming back to it and that's you know that's one thing that's good that's productive but when you're uh when you've sat on something that is basically done you just you're not hitting go for some reason um just recognizing when that's happening so that's like the first and foremost self-awareness of like this is actually happening i'm overthinking this um and then the second thing is to set a timer for yourself for action to get out of analysis paralysis. So um, like sit down for 20 minutes. This is Maria's method. She likes to sit down for 20 minutes to outline the modules of a new course. Um, for example, as an example, or a five minute timer to go to... <laughs> What is lean that Lean domain
0: search. sure I'll get that. Yeah, it's sometimes if I have an idea for a new product offer and or with a client how to brand themselves, like we go to lean domain search. You can Google that. And it's the coolest tool where you can enter like two words and it'll pop out like a hundred different domain names that you can use to that combinations. Yeah. But the thing is you could spend hours on that. So the critical thing to do first is put like a timer. Okay, I'm gonna put a five minute a timer on for five minutes only or 10 minutes, and by golly, you have to then just go with whatever you want. And honestly that then is leading your gut and heart to a decision too that you'll probably be happy with down the road as well. So, so yeah.
1: Isn't it true that the very first thing you think of is the thing that you always come back to? Like it is yeah. very rare Yeah. that if you write down like five ideas that the fifth idea is the one you go with. Like you're right. Actually, almost you're right.
0: never. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're right. And a lot of times that first idea or second idea is like, it's like, is your, your, your gut loves it, but then your head gets in the way and it's like, oh, I can't do that. Or, and or then you think stupid thoughts like, oh, that's going to cost too much money to do and stuff. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, what about the thought, well, how can I get the money? Right. You know, like how, how can I do this? Like, like so, so, so true. And that's why I love. Um, you probably remember this Mel Robbins five second rule. Mm-hmm. Like have an idea maybe if you're even in a dinner table and you're thinking of saying something but then you think oh they're going to think I'm you know silly for saying that then it's like no just do five four three two one and boom get up and do it like don't even think <laughs> and just do it so I don't so, yeah. really know
1: if you ever saw this um this movie I forget the name of it but it was like this movie about we bought a zoo or something like that oh yeah 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 you remember yeah, that movie yes so in the movie yeah. um The dad of the movie, like he went to go like when he met the mom, like way, way, way back when, um, he was like super nervous to go up to her. And he was like, all you need is five seconds of unimaginable courage
0: Mm. to just
1: go do it. Love it. it Kind of falls into that, um, you know, five second rule of like, that's all you need is five seconds of unimaginable courage to push go on that email or go on that post or publish yeah. on that sales page right so yeah. you don't need a lot of courage just five seconds yeah and
0: then me what's cool about that is that you know like action creates action action creates transactions like if you can then just go okay that works so well like double down on it okay let's have another five seconds of unimaginable courage another five seconds and you're right that that helps and it relates to you know number two of five ways to get unstuck is challenge yourself because that's really what that tool of five seconds of unimaginable courage can do for you. You know? Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Ask yourself, is this good enough to press go? Sometimes it also helps to get outside of yourself and say, what would I say to a friend? Um, I'm in a group right now and somebody asked a question that uh, somebody was challenging a boundary and Mm -hmm. somebody else responded with, this is what I would tell you to do. And then this is what I would actually do. And so, and that was just an absurd amount of honesty in that post. It was like, I can tell you to go hold the boundary all day long, but this is what I would actually do because, you know, I'm scared or nervous or whatever. So like sometimes it helps to get outside of yourself to say, if you were a friend of mine and you said, is this good enough? Would I tell you honestly, no, it's not. Or would I tell you honestly, yes, it's great. Just push go.
0: Yeah. And you know what? And that's so true because often we're our worst critics and yet we're the, often the case of, you know, the shoemakers whose children had no shoes because like, yeah, you're, you're telling other people amazing advice, but often we don't give ourselves and follow that same advice. And and I guess that's why it's so good always to have a coach, right? Someone who, who we're also in the frame, like imagine you're looking at a picture right now, you're in the frame and sometimes it's good to have a coach to, who can see outside the frame and, and and help you as well. And then the tool you just gave, imagine you yourself or your best friend giving that advice, you're actually forcing yourself to get out of the frame. And I, and I love that. I love that concept.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Number three, tip number three is keep focused on active problem solving. So dwelling on a problem is not super helpful, but looking for solutions is. And so uh, sometimes... We're overthinking, uh, what we're overthinking might be a platform to choose because there's a million of them now, um, or a person to hire. Uh, If you know in your gut, like your deep down gut feeling that you have not found the right solution yet, then you can continue focusing on actively seeking a solution rather than weighing the options you currently have for the 30th time. So have you ever watched... uh, house hunters or vacation hunters or whatever and they have like three options at least that's what they show us three options that they have to choose from and they have to choose one house right so if if you only have three options to choose from that you've narrowed it down and you still are hemming and hawing over I don't know I don't know I don't know then um yeah just like pick one already
0: (laughs) right yeah yeah yeah. absolutely there's no I forget it's a famous war general that said that there's no right or wrong decision except for not making a decision yeah yeah so speaking of famous quotes the fourth one (laughs) brings in a very famous law some of you may or may not have heard of it it's called Parkinson's law and it's the old adage or adage how do we pronounce that Mia
1: adage I believe
0: I think I said the, the old adage that work expands to fill the time allotted. Have you ever gone on vacation and oh my gosh, the night before you get so much done, you get more done one day than the whole entire last two weeks, right? <laughs> Cause you're going on vacation. And so it, it, it puts simply like the, the Parkinson's law says the amount of work requires that's required adjusts usually increasingly to the time available for its completion. And the term was first coined by Cyril Northcott, Parkinson and a humorous essay he wrote for the Economist in 1955. So the Cliff Notes version of all this to all, all of you is hold yourself to a deadline. If you set a date and time that you're going to go do something, or host a webinar, or send the email, or run a challenge, host a challenge, then you're forced to hit go as is. It's the reason why in a lot of our I impossible teachings and coachings we force you to have accountability and tell us your deadline. Right? Like like our recent last uh, challenge, we said, okay, when your your next 90 day mark moment. Uh, what is it going to be? A lot of people said, I'm going to host a challenge because we want your challenge course. And then it's like, okay, what's your deadline of it? And a lot of them said, I'm going to start day one is going to be January blank. So it gave them a good lead way to prepare for it. But yeah, that's, I I can't say enough about holding yourself to deadlines, it's especially now in COVID times when people are depressed, sitting at home, a lot of university students and college students have a hard time right now sticking to getting their stuff done. It's because they aren't holding themselves to deadlines right now. And that's, it's, if you're listening right now, if you have a loved one <laughs> in school right now, and, and also as an entrepreneur, just just have a friend even hold you to a deadline, even say, look, if I don't hit this, can you be my micromanager and I have to pay you a hundred bucks if I don't get this like webinar done, or if I don't do this Facebook live, or if I don't do this email out by a certain date, that's mm-hmm. pretty powerful, isn't it Mia?
1: Oh yeah. And you know, <laughs> we, Maria and I are never more productive than the two hours before a live webinar we're teaching. <laughs> like, exactly. <laughs> we are, uh, you know, we generally hold ourselves accountable to a date by setting a live webinar where we actually have to show up and present to people. And so um, we know ourselves and we know that we are, I don't know what we want to call it, like last minute Sally, wait, we are- <laughs> Uh, working up until the very last minute, but we do that because we know ourselves. And so we know that we need a deadline to get things done. And we plan for the two hours before to like feverishly start pulling content and like put like the finishing touches on a training or whatever. So if you are the same way, I am like a massive procrastinator and I've done so much like mental work to try and change this. And I'm like, you know what, I'm going to (laughs) stop trying to change what my natural way that I want to work is. And I'm just going to build in the time to be able to do that. So um, if you know that about yourself, setting yourself a deadline is an excellent way. And there is no better deadline than when somebody is showing up live to get the stuff that you said you were going to deliver. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah and that relates to just to do a little quick interlude here if you will of a product that works perfectly with this cuz going with setting a deadline is basically having a plan right and and you know it's it's it sucks if you wake up in the morning and you don't know what you're supposed to do that day to like move your business further along right and yeah. it's a lot more you sleep better and you wake up more energized when you know Okay, I'm going to do this, this, or you time block it out. Oh, and, and you know what the results could produce from it. So Mia, can you talk a little bit about um, the high ticket toolkit that actually yes. helps people have an effective plan?
1: The high ticket toolkit is really freaking cool. And um, it's a whole, it's a masterclass. So Maria and I taught a two hour masterclass, which honestly we were going to break it up into mini trainings, but the whole thing is gold because we, you know, we taught it live, we had some interjecting conversations and answered a lot of questions throughout. And so instead, what we did for you is we timestamped it so that you can move right to the topics that you want to hear about. And you don't necessarily have to listen to the whole two hours. But honestly, uh, if you're on a long drive, or you are just sitting there relaxing or whatever in the evening, I highly recommend you listen to this whole masterclass because it's gold. <laughs> it also includes um, the high ticket planning tool which um, I built and it's a spreadsheet and basically helps you map out your value ladder and then how to go from zero to a million so if you've ever asked yourself like how do these people make multi six and seven figures we map it out inside of the high ticket toolkit and really give you the plan to do the same for yourself. And maybe that doesn't happen this year or next year, but if you have the plan and you know how many of each thing you need to sell to move people to the next level, that is how people make six multi six and seven figures. They offer stacks. So we teach you about that inside of the high ticket toolkit. And the best part is this has not been open for, um, gosh, months now we've had it closed. And so, it's open right now and on sale for $19.95, which is just a steal of a deal. Everybody tells us that when they've gone through it, that uh, yeah. less than 20 bucks, and they get this whole plan for how to go from zero to multi six and seven figures. Really cool.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I love also the customer journey roadmap template in there that yes. zero to 1 million roadmap. So, everyone, you can grab that at hightickettoolkit.com. Don't know how long we'll keep it open. So, make sure you get your little dairy ears over there <laughs> pick it up for only $19.95, which is ridiculous. We actually should yeah. sell it for $4.97. And by the way, soon we're revi- revising, just like we talked about in the last podcast episode, a little bit about going low and then starting to increase your prices that is never going to be available at 1995
1: ever again. Uh-uh. Nope. It's an end of year special. <laughs>
0: yeah. All right. So number five, just to conclude the five ways on how to get unstuck and listen all of you, I know that there's more ways and you may not have a favorite way, but I think these five are kind of the top ones that you could just implement right away. That's why we love talking about it. And Mia, talk about writing out your worst case scenario as way number five.
1: Yeah. This is actually something that um, a coach of mine helped me do. And I had this like severe anxiety about putting myself out there, launching a a business. And um, she basically had me write out what was my absolute worst case scenario? Like, what is my biggest fear of what could happen? And like, she said, go big, like go big or go home. She was like, what is the worst fear that you possibly have. And I, um, you know, I wrote it all out. I was like, if I do this thing and I'm a complete failure then I'm not going to make any money. And then I can't pay my mortgage. And then my family and I are going to be homeless and like live on the street. (laughs) Like that was like my (laughs) biggest fear. Right. And, um, so she had me write this whole thing out and like, document it. And, you know, these are the fears that we have in our head. Like our minds can play crazy tricks with us. Right. So she was like, okay, great. Now that you've written out your biggest fear, I want you to write out, what would you do if that actually happened? Like, let's say worst case scenario, you were a complete failure and you couldn't make money for months and you did in fact lose your house like what would you do and so then i wrote out okay here's my plan you know we could stay with my mother in law for a little bit of time i could get a job like i you know we could rebuild we could find a place to live blah 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 like do i want that to happen absolutely not but i have a plan for if the worst case scenario happened then i have a plan of what i would actually do chances are like, I would never let my child starve. I would never let, you know, our family like be homeless. These are just things that I would never actually let happen. And so I, by doing this exercise, I was able to see that like, I am resourceful. I am, I have the ability to make money whenever needed. And chances are like 99.9% of the time, your biggest fear will never actually come true, right? Like yeah. it's the biggest fear for a reason, but like it'll never actually come true. Our mind can play tricks with us. Um, but if it did, I know exactly what I would do and I know how it would rebuild and I know where we would live and I know how I would make money if I needed to. And um, the plan is what allowed my mind to move forward, and nice. so I think that, you know, this is like a, an extreme in the, the overthinking kind of thing, yeah. but for those people who really do struggle with paralysis of not being able to move forward, this is an excellent way to, to combat that is to just write out what your worst case scenario is and then what you would do if that actually happened.
0: I love it. I love it, and and you know, like you said, it helped you move forward. And without that, you know, we wouldn't be on this podcast today. So I know. I
1: know. (laughs) There's always McDonald's. (laughs) Yeah, always
0: McDonald's. Yeah. Well, I've I've said that before. It's always Starbucks. Like I, when I started my first company before it made its first million, I was like, "Well, what's going to happen? I'm going to pitch a tent in my parents' backyard." I mean, seriously, like like like, you know, like, like when you travel, like I've traveled all over the world and I've seen people sleeping on dirt floors. Like we are so fortunate, if you, even if you're listening to this, you're so fortunate to have a device to listen to this with. And we have so many tools that we have. And so really you're right, Mia, like what, what's the worst that can happen? It's, it's, it's not like you're going to be, you know, um, sitting in, in a dirt floor in some foreign country drinking like dirty water. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like out of a movie, you know, it's, 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 it's not, it's never as bad as it seems. And and, and, no. and the flip side of it, like, and I'm sure you, you do this to me. I love them going, well, what's the best case scenario? Let's get curious, but mm. what else could happen? What else is possible? Like my first life coach from ages ago said, when you go to bed at night, write out what else is possible, like mm-hmm. whatever about your business or your lifestyle, whatever it is that you're thinking about, um, just write out and your let your subconscious tell you the answer while you sleep, you know? So it was kind of cool. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. all Thanks right, again. friends, we are at the end of this podcast episode. Um, just to sum it up, the five ways just to, to, to the, the whole summary, five ways to help you get unstuck. One, recognize when you're overthinking too much. Two, challenge yourself. Three, keep focused, focused on active problem solving. Four, hold yourself to a deadline. use that Parkinson's law, right? And five, write out the worst case scenario. So one of the greatest ways to stop overthinking, your business decisions is to have a plan. So head on over while it's open because we're so excited to announce that it's actually open after being closed for months. Head on over to www.hightickettoolkit.com to get it on sale for only $19.95 where you're going to have so many tools and masterclass and things that'll help you absolutely promise, pinky promise (laughs) that you will get unstuck with that. So thank you so much for this episode. This was amazing. See you guys next week.